everyone, welcome to the Monday Night War Stories presents the Pay-Per-View War Stories as we break down a wrestling pay-per-view almost every other week now. Wait a couple weeks. Uh, wait till next week. Yeah, that's true. As this week we, we are reviewing a WWF pay-per-view, we are reviewing Backlash 2000. Since we're still in the year 2000, you have to have 2000 after everything. That was an unofficial rule of... Products that came out in the year 2000. Yeah. Across the board. Mountain Pepsi. Dew, Mountain Dew 2000. Yeah, Pepsi. Nine Little inches. Caesars 2000. Nine inches. 2000. Oh, it was a chronic 2000. Came out in 1999. Da 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 da. Yeah, it's the motherfucking DRE. I'm Dr. your Dre, motherfucker. Easy. I, thought, I thought we were doing a chronic album. Easy, Sorry. easy, fella. This is that podcast? We don't, we don't, not we don't, this one. We don't do Dre albums on this album? Not this, not this one. Sorry. I'm your host, Joseph Lussell. I'm alongside with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Thumbs up it. Nice. There it is. Or Cassidy, baby. There it is. And the uh, ch- 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 chosen one, Mike Booble. In my head, I was ready to say with you, I thought you were going to say Pip Pip Cheerio. And I was ready to hit you with it, and you didn't do it. Just in my head, I was like, I think he's going to say this this time. I was, I was ready like, for the cho- cho- chosen one to show up during the main event of this fucking show and save it, because <laughs> you are not, not as wrong, a- and more on that later. <laughs> yeah. Not as, uh, you know. We'll get there. We'll get there. So... WWF Backlash was in Washington, D.C. D.C. MCI Center. MCI Center. Shout out to the Wizards, I guess. Attendance. I miss the bullets. For this was 19,101. They're hot. Man, I always wanted to be like the one. I want to be the last fucking dude hey, in the I arena. In? Like, what up, baby? <laughs> we got one, so- we got one spot remember, left. I always remember at like WrestleMania's when they would do the attendance back in the old days. Vince or Gorilla. 93173. <laughs> Gorilla and Jesse would always fight because Jesse back. So does that count us or we need to add two to that? And he'd be actually, like, oh. does that include them? I don't I think, know. So Even current? I think it actually yeah. includes everybody. In the, I think it includes everybody in the building. Yeah. Because yeah. it includes talent and like backstage. I think it includes everybody. It's how they get the number. Popcorn vendors and the. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we won't be that one. Like, you go to the door. Hey, you guys got any seats left? We have one seat left. Boom. I'll take it. I'll take it. Front row. It's on Buff's lap. (laughs) I'm not taking it. (laughs) I'll I'll sit this one out. (laughs) So, Corey. Yeah. How did we get to Backlash? Uh, Well, we threw a crazy convoluted fucking WrestleMania. (laughs) And uh, it had, to say it had middling results would be fair. And uh, so to make up for it, we pretty much gave you a WrestleMania level push and somewhat of a Mania, Mania level card. Better than the Mania one, anyway. We'll give you Mania on paper, I'll say Yeah, that. we'll give you Mania on paper, if maybe not an execution. We finally I'm have, all for it. We finally have Rock and Triple H in a one-on-one match. And hey, Austin's here. Funny that you wouldn't do that at the big fucking show that, that was happening uh, 29 days earlier. Playa, you don't have to worry about that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then a bunch of other matches, which we could have... Flip some around and made it better, but hey, whatever, whatever, whatever. I love the fact, whatever, whatever, whatever. whatever. So let's go to April thirtieth, the year two thousand. Commentary team is one good old Jr. and Jerry the King Lawler. We start the show off with a montage, and the first thing you see, Stone Cold, mm-hmm. the star of the show, the star of the show, hmm. as a. They have to make sure that somehow Stone Cold is the focal point of this feud between Triple H and The Rock. And he's only been on TV for three, four minutes on SmackDown. You want to know the dirty truth? I'll just let you go. I'll have it now. Because there's two more months of Rock and Triple H in the title feud. Not oh, I figured. Yeah, yeah. We're going through. Well, actually, we go through SummerSlam, if you want honest. So, but it's never a one-on-one straight match. Nope. Because this company is afraid to put that in the main event for the title because these two have fought so many times before. Well, then, what do you think uh, they could do instead, Corey? Maybe uh, not have the fucking match with these two, then. Push new people. Do you have a new card? I have an idea. Okay. Okay. And um, Nitro. Notice WrestleMania was a four-way with every McMahon in the corner. This one has Austin all over it. And McMahon's. You'll see a gimmick next month. You'll see another ridiculous gimmick in June and then a triple threat in August. So, there, there you go. I just love the, like I was saying, I love the fact that we have the montage of how the feud, but the first thing we see is Austin, and the last thing we see is, is Austin. And the reason they don't put anybody new in is because Vince has always had the idea, even back then, 
that there's three to four main event guys, and that's all he cares about, and that's all he wants to see pushed. And even if two of them are injured, like they are right now, we'll just do whatever we can to mask up the fact that we're going to put the other two ad nauseum again together because those are the main eventers, and that's all I care about. I don't need to make new main eventers. I've got Austin, Taker, Triple H, and Rock. Damn it. Oh, God. I don't damn need it. new main eventers. I've got those. God damn it. Uh, events, Undertaker's dead. Dig him up. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Coffin match. We have Austin, Rock, and Triple H. Austin's got a broken neck. We have Rock and Trible H. Uh, Rock's in Hollywood. We have Triple H. Triple H is. And we'll see how that works. Stephanie's pregnant. He's still going to work. It's a one man show. Triple H has quads that'll never tear. So the stage is, it has uh, fixtures that look like blades, and they swing. They, it was a fucking cool stage. Cool they finally stage. fucking tried. I they tried. Love, I told you, I love this logo. The logo I love the was look. so sick. I love Backlash, not the one they do now. The stage, well, that is called WrestleMania <laughs> yeah, it's Backlash. Called, yeah. It's also called so the is, is this the initial WrestleMania Backlash? Yes. Tech, well, no, the one not previous would be. Okay. Uh, so let's go to our first match. Don't ruin my 20s, Joe. I'm sorry. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to our first match of the night As it's for the WWF Tag Team Championship I get My first bitch of the night You know what? We have all these hot, fresh tag team scene Let's model up the tag title With a boring, old, fucking Jaded tag team That doesn't need to be out there In the title picture We have all this fresh blood But goddammit, let's put DX right back in the tag we're title gonna, picture We're gonna break it down with the Kings of Rock Check my first note What's the first note say? <laughs> yeah. Sweet ass logo, dude. Yep. yep. Logo is fucking sick. So our first match is for the tag titles, and it's DX <sighs> of X Pac and Road Dog with Tori versus Edge and Christian. But before they even come out, I got excited. I was like, Jeff Jarrett's here. Jeff Jarrett music. And hits. then I remembered whose music that really is, and I got immediately and less excited. Deborah comes out. Oh, and then somehow we found somebody worse than Lillian Garcia to ever speak on a microphone. Wow. She is terrible at introductions. Grating. Road dog even like jabs her in a nice way. Yeah. Uh, you do a fine job. But let me take this. Oh over. my god, that was terrible. <laughs> oh, you didn't know? Why don't you got that job? What? Yeah. Yeah, but he's not here yet. <clears throat> what? what? It's like uh, okay, which is another. We're just gonna throw it right now. Yeah. She's in the building. Yep. Doing the introductions. Yep. yep. And you're gonna try to tell me He's not here. That he's not here yet. Yeah. Even though everybody knows. She already has the black eye. Wait, too soon? <laughs> That's too soon. Too soon. That's in a couple of weeks. Uh, <laughs> Years. Yeah, I'm I'm yeah. yeah. Uh, so she starts, rings announcement. We have them. Uh, DX double teams Christian uh, halfway during the match. Christian does most of the work. Edge I mean, gets I, the hot tag. Hey. I just wanted an X-Pac Christian match. That's all I right? wanted. I just wanted that. Right? The other two and can go fuck off somewhere else. <laughs> you just said this: the secret to this team. Christian did all the work and tags an edge for the hot tag. There it is. I mean, so the thing is, like, in most tag teams, there that's is, how it goes. and that's fine. That you yeah. absolutely need that dynamic. You can't. Ha you really. It doesn't work great when somebody when you have two great workers. You need somebody who has more of a star power. They don't call so it. So I'm fine with it. They don't say, oh, that guy's really Robert Gibson in it." Right? You know. So you need. <laughs> so I'm cool with it. But like, I really just wanted X Pac and Christian, man. Well, just uh, give me that. Yep. Christian and Road Dog do a cross body to each other. That looked painful as shit. They went at it, hurt. dude. It Holy does. hell! Uh, X Pac distracts the ref. Uh, Edge does well, a splash. Where you at? Do that move. Edge does a splash from the top rope. Uh, Christian reverses a double backdrop and hits a double reverse DDT. Edge spears Road Dog and is going to spear X Pac, but Tori gets on the apron. X Pac accidentally hits Tori off the apron. X Pac hits the X Factor on Edge. Tori and Road Dog are on the outside arguing with each other, slash with the ref. Christian runs in from behind and hits X Pac with the ring bell for the win. X Pac is busted open. Eight minutes and 37 seconds. What? What's with the ring bell all of a sudden? Why is every fuck it with the ring bell? Somebody watched an old episode of Superstars like, from 87 with Saw Savage with you, you the ring bell just, on You can't just use the belt? Like, oh, you didn't know? What the fuck, man? Because then, like, because of that stupid shit, like, ring the bell. Well, they can't ring the bell because it's fucking laying over there. Yeah, ring the bell. <laughs> God damn it. Can someone please ring the bell? Got it. Nope, we can't. Then they take the bell over and they ring it. Uh, Corey, what I gave did it you give it? Two and three quarter stars. Um, I realize now, <laughs> I should have realized it earlier, but I realized after watching this match that Tori's complete purpose of being on the roster and being heel is to just be a 
physically beaten up by men every show. Yep. Is that's what happens to her every fucking show. Um, Edge and Christian, it, to me, honest, I bitched about it before, but it felt like uh, a jarring, like, generation, generational gap match, which is weird considering DX's Attitude Era and was piping hot until about a year ago. But it just felt like a team from a different time taking on the, the new team. And it just was like, come on, why are we doing this? Honestly, once they um, really started pushing Triple H towards the main event scene, they needed to stop. It was over. It's yeah. dead. Yeah. And, and, it, and it just it affected the match. I and mean, it was good. I mean, yeah, X-Pac and Christian, keep them, just have them fight and we'll be good. The match. Edge was fine. And Road Dog does what Road Dog does. And that's probably part of the problem. We just saw things that we, we just wanted more of a Xbox and Christian and all that. I thought the match was it was okay for what it was, but I'm over the DX run of being for, also, like for the, some reason. The pre match thing he does isn't good now. Yeah. Like it sucks. Two tears in a bucket, Mike. Gross. How dare you? Two tears oh, in a give bucket. Give me some blow. Uh, we go backstage it's a little bit. Too close to home there. A little bit. A limo shows up and it's one. Rock, like, yeah. Are you sure? Because is that Austin and Jr. was like, no, Austin would not need a show fucking limo, limo, you dumbass. And it's the Rock. Is it? Austin? I know. I know that this. Jesus. I know that this started with the NWO. Yeah. But I. This is such a trope. I'm tired of on WF TV. Oh my god. Where the main event guys don't show till after the show has started. Like it's unbelievable. It made sense with the NWO because their gimmick. They were part of WCW. They were trying to tear down yeah. WCW, and they weren't part of the thing. We'll show up when we want to and cause havoc. I'm not going to believe that Vince McMahon, the owner of the company, isn't showing up until an hour and a half into Raw. Or like the commissioner, like <laughs> yeah, you're right. in charge, you show up at 10.55. My, my favorite, what are you doing? One of my favorite, like... The one of Raw sucked. You weren't here. <laughs> one of my... one of making my, these matches? One of my favorite, uh, like, someone shows up at the last minute, like, you know, shows up during the show, was a few years ago on SmackDown. The tag team champions of Heath Slater and Rhino show up with, what a sentence. With like, a, with like with, 10 minutes with to like, go. With like, like five <laughs> minutes to go. Like, there was a backstage segment going on, and they show up like, what's going on? And it's like, well, the show's almost out. Like, legit five minutes left with the show. It's like, I what think is that happening? one was done to like, to like, um, to like, uh, kind of mimic it, make yeah. fun of it. Finally, after 20 years. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, it's, this shit's stupid. The Rock, I mean, at this point, I'm like, find the motherfucker. He didn't care enough to show up for the show before until it starts. This what? motherfucker is the main event of a pay-per-view millions of people have paid for, and he's not showing up until after the goddamn thing starts. Right. What if he doesn't show up at all? Those people are going to be pissed. Find that motherfucker. That's me. Yep. So let's go to our next match. A, for the light heavyweight championship, as it's Sky Too Hottie versus Dean Malenko. We've seen this a lot lately. Yeah, I was really burned out on this match from the get-go. <laughs> I will say, like, uh, I know Jesse's going to throw the match a little bit, but I don't think at this point Scottish Suhadi is good enough in ring to tell the kind of story Dean was trying to tell. You know what? I agree with you. Like, he's a decent enough worker, but he can't tell what he was trying to do. Yeah. So I was kind of out of the match. It was like a, j- a junior varsity guy playing a varsity guy. Yep. Like, you and get the base of what you're trying to do, but you can't do it yet. Yeah, you need a couple reps still. Yeah. Scotty with a big pop to the one that he like comes Brian out. Christopher, however, could have done, done, done that right. story for sure. Uh, Malenko attacks Scotty's knee. Uh, Scotty with the superplex. Malenko continues to work on the knee for the whole match. Um, to me, it felt like the crowd was getting a little bored. Oh, this match was boring for a while. Yeah. Well, I mean, and it also doesn't help that this is the WWF, and you for yeah. two years you have told the fans that wrestling is the antithesis of everything that's supposed to be fun in this business. So to put a wrestling match out there for him. They're not. They're not there for it. Yeah, I came to a clusterfuck at a wrestle match. Broke out. Uh, Scotty yeah. hits the the worm. Uh, Malenko tries to use the ropes uh, to make the pin, but the ref catches him this time. Uh, Malenko with Big a double arm sit down power bomb. Um, I love that move. Uh, this is when the, I said the crowd picks up after the worm. Uh, Scotty goes for another superplex, but Malenko reverses it into a DDT for the win. 11 minutes and 47 seconds. I had the same note. It picked up after the worm. And the, the couple good hall finishes, and the crowd actually got back into the match. But uh, too long. A little too long. I gave it three and a quarter. It was a good match. Uh, but it went too long, and the crowd, it's just not what they were looking for. Um, you can't, you can, <laughs> it makes it sound like they're puppets, but you can 
teach wrestling fans to like anything. Yeah. It just takes time and effort. You can't just go from Val Venus to Dean Malenko work rate yeah. one week and expect them to like, oh, yeah, that's what I want now. It, like, nope. It's going to take a little bit of conditioning, you know, Pavlov's, you know, dog. You know. <laughs> and now they actually have some people who can do that. Right? And with Benoit and Malenko and Guerrero and Jericho, mm-hmm. you need to condition them. Yep. An angle. So, An I angle. mean, like, it's time. And they're doing it. And viscera. <laughs> work rate vis. All right. All right. <laughs> so I, I'll be honest. I was like checked out on this match because of the fact that we had it like I think on Raw, and then like the week before, and it was just the week like, and I was yeah, just, rematches are not new, folks. Yeah, it's like it's been going on forever, <laughs> and it's just I was just like I'm out. I checked out. Speaking uh, of that, are they talking about Triple H and the Rock yet? Because they did that all fucking night. Oh, uh, next Mania actually. WrestleMania yeah. uh, <laughs> 37, Triple H and the Rock. Um, also, Scotty is just not a singles guy. He just he's not. He's a tag team dude. He's a tag dude. Speaking uh, of tags. No, uh, well, first yeah. we go backstage with Vince asking with uh, Briscoe and Patterson that, are you with us? Are you with the McMahon Helmsley regime? Who cares? Yeah. Literally fucking nobody. <laughs> nobody. At all. They were the most fucking thing over last summer. Like, it's not last summer, and they're not bad guys. People are like, whatever. Yep. This is dumb. Uh, they said they're 100% as Vince wants all hands on deck tonight. So let's go to our next match as it's the big boss man and Bull Buchanan versus APA. Um, as I put in my notes, a simple back and forth paint by the numbers type of match. Uh, Bull with the superplex to Bradshaw. Bradshaw with the clothesline to hell on uh, Buchanan, but Bossman breaks up the pin. Bossman hit Farouk with the nightstick. Uh, Bossman is able to hit Bradshaw with it while Bull pulls himself to the top tumbuckle and hits a top rope scissor kick on Bradshaw for the win. Eight minutes and 37 seconds. Too long. I, uh, my only note on this, so like halfway through the match, JR was going over how athletic, how athletic the APA is. Yeah. He was going over Bradshaw's like stuff, right? And my note, I was like, maybe don't bring up Bradshaw's D3 football career when Ron Simmons is in the ring. You know, the college football <laughs> Hall of Famer. Hey. There are levels to this shit. Bradshaw's not on that one. A Heisman hopeful. Maybe don't bring that shit up. <laughs> He went to Abilene Christian, Abilene Christian whatever College the fuck. University sidelines. Who gives a shit? Uh, Ron fucking Simmons. And what about Ron Simmons? Ah, oh, he he did okay. Uh, you, I saw that, yeah. you son of a bitch. Um, uh, that's the, an off pod story, Corey. The, 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 you son of a bitch. Um, that's awesome. But also, Ron Simmons, a Heisman hopeful. Corey and an uh, all man in a yard. A what does Jr. say? Ron Simmons is all man and a yard wide. So, like, I gave this a start and a quarter. Yes. Uh, wasn't great. Um, for anybody who's watched uh, NXT 2.0, which, by the way, they were so upset at losing Everrise, they named their new developmental after the team 2.0. Um, so after watching NXT Nasty, NXT uh, whatever, paint by color, the, 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 you know that one tag team? Have you watched it? I have parts, yes. So Josh Briggs has a tag team partner, right? Yeah. That's Bull Buchanan's kid. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, bullshit. That's bull. They signed him like a month ago, too. More like bull droppings. But anyway. Hey, Braun Breaker, first of all. No, that's, that's, uh, don't get me started. I got, Do not get me started. More on that. No sell podcast. More on that. More on that on no sell. We almost Braun broke Corey. God damn it. This match sucked. It's. I remember Remember that first show up. I was like, okay, I'm into this idea of Boston and Bull. This sucks. Get the fuck yeah. off my TV. This it's is terrible. It's just... Yeah, no good. I don't even have like a funny haha name for them. I just call them the police because their name they just suck. Yeah. It's a terrible fucking team. Big bull. I got, got nothing. It. I got nothing more. It's just, all right. It's move on. Let's go backstage with the Hardy Boys talking to each other, saying that the, that they will work together. But if it comes down uh, to them one on one, just make it a fair game. Oh no doubt. You almost killed me last week, <laughs> Jeff. Ever so great on the mic in two thousand. Uh, Hardcore Holly walks up to Crash, and. Uh, Says he's going to enjoy kicking his ass tonight. Crash wants to the best man to win, and Hardcore slaps him in the head. Like, what are you thinking? And then, <laughs> so, I got a lot of notes for this match. Our next match is a six-man scramble for the Hardcore Championship as it's uh, Crash Holly versus Hardcore Holly versus Taz versus Saturn versus Jeff and Matt Hardy. I love the fact that Saturn got the last entrance. That confused the hell out of me. I'm like, yeah. okay, here comes they the Hardys. He was in the match. Yeah, probably. Most likely. He's just standing back there by Vincent like, Grill. Where's my music? Oh, yeah, 
Somebody hit Satter's music. Does he have any? Get him uh, out there. I don't know. He's wondering, oh, I wonder if I have Miss Russo's phone number. Time to play the game. Uh, Crash brings up the weapons. Uh, ta- when Taz comes out, JR instantly goes, well, he's your former ECW champion. Instant. Like, instantly. Ultimate Gotta bury him. Ultimate underdog. Yep. Instant. Instant. Street survivor. Uh, everyone beats up Crash to start the match. Crash runs uh, up the now, ramp. When you say start the match, you mean the whole motherfucking half an hour goddamn match? It's not, it wasn't a half an hour. Yes. Like uh, Crash runs up the ramp, and he begins to climb the structure. Matt gives follow. Matt punches Crash and kicks Crash, and Crash hang, is hanging upside down, and then he falls off one of the like, blades. Matt then does a splash off it onto everybody. Saturn does a face buster onto the fixture, and it broke. Uh, Jeff uses another fixture to do Hurricane Runner by swaying it back and forth to hit it. Uh, hardcore hits Crash with a street sign. Then he uh, suplexes Crash on the outside. Jeff chokes Crash with an extension cord. He'd be fired today. Mm-hmm. Holly then uses Only it. To, ring announcer. Holly then uses it to whip uh, Crash. Hardy's and, use and whip him good. Uh, use baking sheets on everyone. Uh, Taz then chokes Matt with that extension cord. Matt tries to hang. Uh, Taz then tries to hang Matt over the top with the extension, but it's too loose. Taz chokes Jeff Warrior? with it. Uh, Hardcore does a superplex to Crash, and we get a double pin by Hardcore and Taz. But Taz punches Hardcore. Uh, Hardcore gets a chair and does the Michinoku driver on Crash, for, uh, but the pin is broken up. The Hardys get ladders and uses it on everyone in the ring. Matt hits a Trista fade on Crash, and Jeff does the Swanton. Then the Hardys begin to fight each other. Um, Taz, uh, Taz uh, then puts a Taz mission on, but Saturn breaks up that with a stop sign. Hardys hit across bodies on, a Saturn, on Saturn and Hardcore on the outside. Crash then crawls in and pins Taz for the win. 12 minutes and 18 seconds. Bullshit, that match went at least 45. I uh, I hated this fucking match. It was just beat up Crash Holly, and he's not a baby face, so that doesn't make fucking sense. I gave it two and three quarters. Is what it was. I first of all, Taz is above this. Yeah. Um, second of all, you'd think Perry Saturn would have a better standing. He's from the Killer Kowalski school at around the same time as Paul Levesque. You'd think he'd be a little better off here. Uh, the Hardys are above this. What the, uh, the fuck Hardys are we doing? The Hardys are above this, and then I'm already getting tired of the 24/7 thing because it's they're, they're they're running out of ideas, and now they're just it's a it's a gimmick to just throw like, six people or more into a match at a pay And you can only pin crap. Like what the yeah. fuck are so we it's doing? Like, I didn't enjoy this much, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping for something new coming up. Well, well, uh, we go backstage with uh, Coachman and. Shane, coach, thinks it's unfair that Shane's ref. Uh, Shane thanks uh, Vince for letting him be the ref, and it'll be a fair, and he'll call it right down the middle. Which, by the way, is the same exact fucking gimmick they did at Backlash 99. Yeah. I thought uh, coach had a bigger role than this by this point. No, this is like six months in. This is him. Man. Yeah. Which, by the way, you see his thing, Lily. He, he takes sole credit for getting in the Fox deal. Probably not wrong. And he says Corey Graves is the reason he didn't survive, and he blames him completely. Also probably not wrong. I think he has that much stroke. I mean, it's fair. Especially because he works for ESPN, so I don't know how he has Fox deal, but... Yeah. Yeah, he takes sole he credit. He wasn't working for ESPN. He takes sole credit for it. Because he calls the uh, PFL stuff. Mm. Him and Lillian Garcia are on the same show on ESPN for MMA. Yeah. yeah. How about that, Corey? You want to tune in? No. No. I'm good. It's actually really good to, when you get past the stupid crap. Anyway, when you get past anyway, them. it's a separate podcast. Don't worry about All it. Right. <laughs> uh, we get a history lesson of the feud between Big Show and uh, <laughs> Kurt Angle. Kind Big Show saying that he's an entertainer now, and Angle not liking that. So, our next match is Big Show versus Kurt Angle. But before the match, Angle says it's fitting for him to be in Washington C- D.C. because he has he has stuff that's in common. Angle's just like George uh, Washington; he can't tell a lie. Big Show's a waste of talent. Abe Lincoln, he can't, uh, uh, what is it? Can't tell a lie? I don't know. I forgot. That's Washington. He, no, no. He did Abe Lincoln, but I forgot what he Much said. Much like most of the early presidents, he likes to have bestiality type sex with black women. There it is. He's yeah. like Mary and Barry. No one uh, should listen to them. I think, I think it was a crack joke he made. Yeah, I think so. Um, 
He's the only hero that that is left. And then all of a sudden, oh my god! I'm not gonna lie, I popped so hard. I would just wrote, "My God, here comes the showster." Oh, my the mustache. The, the, hey, the audience oh, popped hard. Dude, it was so good. This is the second time in a year <laughs> they've done such a good job with that music. The first time I did it with uh, the Stooges. Yeah. Oh, my God. He comes out as the showster. I don't think they told JR and King this. No. Oh, because oh, oh. they were like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> JR's response was, for the love of Hulk. There was actual, like, enjoyment in their voice when he came oh, out. Lawler was giddy. Holy Lawler shit. Lawler was giddy. For the and love. And when he cuts the promo. Oh, my God. Do you have most of the promo, Joe? I don't. Oh. Well, you know something, brother? It was a really good promo. <laughs> right? And he cuts a Hogan-esque promo. <laughs> he tears the shirt off. Which <laughs> he, could, could, he couldn't yeah. get it off. It was so good. Uh, so don't worry, guys. This is fast. Because Angle attacks Shoster. Shoster hits the immortal leg drop. Oh, he starts showing so, up. So yeah. hold on. So the match starts. I was literally like, if he doesn't Hulk up, as I looked up, he started hulking up. I was yeah. like, oh, shit, Yes. <laughs> He, he hits show, the big boot. He shoulders up, then he hits the big boot, did, and then did the leg you hear the drop. crowd? Because they were doing it with me. <laughs> yeah. They were counting. There was the One, punch, the two, punch. Three. No, did they hit the five moves, dude? Yeah. It was so great. He hits the immortal leg drop, but only gets a 2.9. Angle attacks Shoster. This is when the crowd starts chanting for Hogan. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then JR drops. Yep. That's the first time they're chanting for Hogan in a long time. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, fun time is oh. over as Big Show gets serious. Takes the wig, bandana off, weight belt off. He hits the choke on an angle. Two and a half minutes for, the, for Big Show. This was so fun. I know the gimmick is angles getting pushed, but this was the right. Oh. This was the right... Right call. Because it doesn't hurt Angle nope, at all. At Not all. even a little bit does it hurt Angle. And the showster is awesome. I mean, I'm going to spoil it. He's my MVP of the night. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler already. Listen, dude. My fucking MVP. This was so good. We know something, brother. <laughs> this, as Corey's talked about so many times, is the perfect way to add comedy to a show. Yep. yep. And how how rarely oh. this company gets it right, but when they do, it works. And this was right. And then it's still a story. Like, you're like, don't piss him off. Let him have his yeah. fun. Because when you piss him off, then he turns into the big show. Yep. And he fucked Kurt Angle up when he did. I gave it a flat two, but that's not a flat two that's bad. No. It just didn't go long enough to warn more. It was, but it was so good. It was awesome. God it was, damn it. Listen it was, here, brother. It was the perfect ten minutes. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> For the love of Hulk. <laughs> When the crowd started counting the five moves of doom, I was like, fuck yes, dude. Hell yes. See, Hogan still is over in the new millennium, just the wrong company. Wrong company. Yep. So then we get a history lesson of TNA and the Dudley boys. I just assume it's not not company yet. I just like meant history lesson of Trish Stratus rubbing hard objects. Yep. Mm. That was good. Uh, Then we get a promo with Trish and TNA. They want... uh, Maybe less of that. Maybe less talking. Okay. More rubbing uh, wood. <laughs> In negligence. Hey, now. Panties. Basically, she just says how uh, they want to know, uh, show what she's really feeling about Bubba, and then he sees Bubba's in a trance as we cut to a picture-in-picture of him watching them. And you know? said enough. Yeah. World-famous picture-in-picture. World-famous. And Devon's like, God damn it, Bubba. Haven't you ever had pussy before? Damn it, Bubba. Uh, future NWA uh, owner uh, Billy Corrigan is in the crowd. Yes, yes, he is. It's weird. Almost TNA owner. Been a lifelong, uh, yeah, yeah, lifelong so he's, wrestling he's, fan. He's either he's either owned or almost owned four wrestling companies. You can't doubt this guy's love of professional wrestling. Or he's just a bad businessman. <laughs> one of the two. Well, the one uh, you know, there's there needs to be a there needs to be a. Uh, podcast about his first company uh resistance pro or a, really interesting or dark side of the ring yes they need to do a dark side of the ring on dixie's less than ethical business practices yeah let so, jim Cornette talk about dixie carter hey, yes please you know yes, what please i just thought of something but you know there's going to be a dark side if there's a season four definitely they've already, they've already uh there's going to be. He oh, talked is there? about it, yeah. See, I thought last time I heard there was they weren't a thousand percent sure yet. There's gonna be four. No, Daphne's gonna be one of them. Which oh, we'll man. go into that a lot. 
Yeah, uh, more on that no cell podcast. I've I've thoughts on some of these. Yeah. So more our next that. match, our sixth match of the night, TNA with Trish versus the Dudley Boys. Uh, Bubba chases Trish around the ring to start the match. Test clotheslines him to stop him. Bubba clotheslines Albert and then yells at Trish that he's going to get you, you bitch. Uh, be a fan, Bubba. Be JR a fan. then goes. That makes him a baby face. Hey, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but JR announces that well, we're we're in the back. That you guys, Stone Cold has not arrived to the arena yet. That's great. Cool. They got. Uh, he hasn't shown up yet. What's up, guys? What's up with this? Um, no one's buying that. By the way. Uh, Albert with the bro kick. Uh, scissor- yeah. I'll just call it that. Tess oh. throws Albert into Devon with a splash, and then Tess hits Devon with a big boot. Uh, Albert does most of the work in the match for TNA. Devon for the Dudleys. Devon with a second turnbuckle sunset flip onto Albert. Uh, Albert with a sit-down power roll on Devon. Crowd chants, we want tables, and Jared's like, well, we want a car wreck. Uh, that's, that's what we're getting here. Uh, Devon hits the second turnbuckle suplex on Albert. Tess misses the top uh, top rope elbow drop. Dudley's go for the three. But Trish gets on the apron to distract Bubba. Tess with the big boot for the win. 11 minutes and six seconds. After the match, the Dudleys beat up TNA and they 3D Albert. Uh, Dudley's powerbomb Trish through a table. Trish tries to make out with Bubba, but that doesn't work. Crowd loses it for this spot. Trish gets the long stretcher uh, spot, and she's taken to a medical facility. Of course. Again. The cardiac event. The only way to become a surefire baby face, especially in that era, is just to start beating up women everywhere. Listen here, dude. I'm calling them a bitch on TV. Listen here, brother. Uh, I give this a flat two. It wasn't really that great. Nope. I am a... I don't want to say I'm out on TNA, but they're not doing it for me right now. I like the potential of this team, but they're not. It's not clicking for me. Is Trish the potential? Because I like Trish. A lot of people Uh, like Trish. (laughs) She has a high ceiling. I'd say so. Well, and some big titties. What? You know. Big old titties. You know. Uh, As the ambulance is taken away. around the bush. We know what we're talking about. No, that's. um, (laughs) what What would Vince call it? It probably can't be an ambulance. Has to be a medical transport vehicle. Yep. An emergency uh, <laughs> transport vehicle. Um, as Can you imagine living in his brain for just an hour? I don't want to think about fucking my daughter, so no, <laughs> I, I couldn't. As the medical transportation vehicle <laughs> drives away, a classic car shows up, as is Eddie in China. Oh, I thought maybe Steve was in the back seat. Finally showing up to fact from Eddie's prom. The ref knocks on the windows like, bro, you have a match that's next. And if you don't go down there, I will strip you of the European well, Championship. Up right on well, who time, the fuck do you think you are, ref? <laughs> yeah, right? right? I will strip you of your title. The refs have a lot of power all of a sudden. The dude in the main event's not even here yet. Right? What are you talking about? Uh, so we, then we get a long, uh, like, uh, we get the history of what, uh, between S.A. Rio and Eddie. And then what Eddie comes Rios? out. That yeah, it is Rios, not Rios. 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 I said that. No. Uh, Eddie comes out in the... Uh, He's a big Alberto Del Rio fan. Damn right. Mm. Love. Oh, I I that. yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> Eddie comes out driving the car. He's going to wrestle in his tux. As, the, as he gets ready, they show the, the highlight package. Should have done it. Huh? That would have been sweet as hell. What? He wrestled in his tux. No. Um... Why is S.A. Rios getting this push? Because S- He's not. <laughs> Someone else is getting the push. <laughs> the side piece. I just can't figure out who to have Randy Girl Russell except for another Mexican. Uh, yeah. Eddie just wears the bow tie for him to wrestle. Uh, fast-paced match. Uh, trying that's to get it? Yeah, that's it. Latino Heat, baby. Yeah. Fast-paced. What do you guys give it? No. Um, trying to get her own shots in on S.A. Uh, S.A. launches Eddie into the second rope. Eddie uh, jumps over S.A. And uh, it's like that. To me, it reminds me of uh, hey, hey, uh, Ricky Mattel, like, yeah. getting his leg fucking, like, trapped on the second rope. Every time they slingshot Eddie over and he falls into the second rope, I'm like, don't hurt your leg. Just don't hurt your leg. Just don't do it. Don't. Um, Eddie's going to powerbomb uh, S.A. on the outside, but Lita goes to the top turnbuckle. China pushes Lita off the turnbuckle. And Lita uh, hits a, the Spanish announce table. That allows S.A. to do a back body drop onto Eddie. Uh, 
Uh, S.A. does a back, a big springboard moonsault off the apron, and uh, Eddie land, uh, S.A. lands the un, on the announce table. S.A. does a sunset flip over the post to the outside. S.A. goes to the top turnbuckle, but Ed, uh, China trips him. Eddie hits a superplex. S.A. with an arm drag off the top turnbuckle. S.A. goes for the moonsault, but Eddie uh, puts his knees up. Eddie hits a gory special for the win. Eight minutes and 38 seconds after the match, S.A. drops Eddie into China. Lita strips China of her dress. Eddie tries to cover up with the belt. You need a bigger belt. But uh, Eddie with the oh damn look as he is smitten by China. Uh, now we get the first time with all our yelling brawn panties. So looking forward to that going forward. Woo-hoo. And I'm super looking forward to the inevitable China Lita match. That looks awesome. I gave it a flat three. It was good, high energy. Um, I like S.A. Rios enough, but Eddie needs more. Yeah. Uh, he's, again, I like, kind of like with Scotty and Dean, this was the varsity guy fighting the JV guy. Mm-hmm. And... Um, they just wasn't working. New. Not for you, bro. He needs, he needs more reps. Uh, we go backstage with Coachman with Triple H and Stephanie. Triple H is confident about his match tonight. He is the game, and he is the uh, he is the champion, and he is the best. Coach says, uh, Stephanie, uh, Stephanie uh, that Vince has a surprise tonight. And Vince says... Uh, it's in my pants. The, the Not Vin- a the, Vince <laughs> says that the surprise could be that Austin won't be here tonight. Vince says that, um, you know, who knows? Maybe uh, Austin has some travel issues, transportation issues. Mm, Going to go that route again, huh? Yep. Then we're going to cut to Michael Cole with one uh, Chris Benoit. He says Jericho likes to run his mouth. Benoit can't wait to express his emotions by hurting Jericho tonight. Uh, Benoit calls himself the happiest man at this moment. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. I won't go there. Not yet. So our next match for the Intercontinental Championship, Chris Benoit versus Chris Jericho. Uh, Jericho compares Benoit to a politician. Uh, Jericho is going to do what every fan would love to do and beat up a politician. To start the match, Jericho and Benoit just beat the crap out of each other again with the yeah. slaps. Uh, yep. JR says they're chopping their, uh, their meat. King says one of these days we're going uh, <laughs> to do that to each other. With our shirts off, and Jared's like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> that was hilarious. We're going to do this, Jared, right? Oh, no. Lawler just wants to chop the shit out of Ross. <laughs> it's Ross time. Uh, Benoit goes for the three straight belly-to-back suplex, but Jericho grabs the rope. Benoit then back body drops Jericho to the outside over the top rope. Benoit goes for the tope suicida and through the ropes, but Jericho moves out of the way. Benoit drop kicks the still steps into Jericho's leg. Jericho hits Benoit with the reverse elbow, and Jericho hits the moonsault, but uh, Jericho's too hurt to make the cover at that time. Uh, Jericho hits a uh, running bulldog, but only gets a two. Uh, Jericho bangs Benoit onto the top rope, and Jericho goes for the springboard dropkick, but Benoit shoves him away. Uh, no means no. Nope. Uh, Jericho hits a super back break, uh, back body drop, but Benoit counters it in the air. Jericho does the double power bomb and only gets a two, but Benoit reverses it into the crossface. Jericho is able to get to the ropes with his foot. Benoit goes for it again, but Jericho is about to get out and put Jericho, uh, but put Benoit on the walls. Jericho, but Benoit is able to get to the ropes. Uh, ref bump. Benoit grabs the belt and hits Jericho with it. Um, Benoit wakes the Jericho up, uh, wakes up the ref, but Jericho kicks out. Benoit suplexes Jericho onto the belt. Benoit goes for the headbutt, but Jericho puts the belt in front of the re- uh, in front of him. The ref sees that and calls for the bell. Your winner via DQ, Chris Benoit. Fifteen minutes and three seconds after the match, Jericho puts Tim White in the walls of Jericho. What a lame finish to a pay per view match. Yeah. I was digging it until the finish. Um, still, I was really digging it until the finish. I went three and three quarters, and that finish just killed it dead for me. Just <sighs> I didn't like it as much as you. Uh, there was something off for me about it. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not loving Jericho and Benoit in WWF. I'm not loving their chemistry. 
Because I didn't like the triple threat that much at Mania either with Angle, and that should have been fantastic. I just I was down on that one as there's well. There's something off with these two, like in the ring together. I don't know what it is. I mean, they're afraid to actually do it because you know. I mean, not, I actually had that thought. I was like, that's not what they want here. No, so. I I enjoyed. You can't it, overshadow that main event, Doug. I enjoyed it, but what Booble you just said, you can't overshadow the main event. And it's odd to me that this went second to last. And considering the main events built around bells and whistles. Uh, why, you know, like, why isn't the... Which doesn't make sense. Those two could have a match, but that's fine. Like, you could have flip-flopped some matches around to... It's just weird to me. I like it, it being that high, though. Oh, I do, too, it but it, it just... To be. It's just yeah. It does, but just it's, it's that odd way of, well, we just came off this title match, and we're going to go to the main event. It just kind well, of they also don't view Benoit Jericho as the same level, though. So that's true. They don't consider it a co-main like that, the way we do. That's true. So, God. Yeah, this was probably a cool-down match. Yeah. Right. What would you give that? What would you start? Oh, three and three quarters. I, really, I liked it until the end. I liked and it until the, the end, too. the ending just... You can't... Like, I mean, almost rarely can you do a DQ on a pay-per-view. And it didn't make sense here. It's a stupid fucking ending to a pay-per-view match. You can have either one lose. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Not, <sighs> This is not the end of the road for either of them. It's you fine. proved the last two weeks you're definitely not worried about building Jericho up. So, no. uh, Then we get a history of how Austin got into the main event. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, uh, Vince costing the Rock at the match at WrestleMania and how we got here to the main event. Uh, backstage, we get an interview with uh, Cole, Michael Cole, and the Rock. As Stone Cold is still not here. Rock says, you know what? Uh, he doesn't know where he is, but the Rock guarantees that he's going to win the title. I hated this. Stupid. Ever since they announced that Austin's going to be in his corner, even though they made it fail, The Rock didn't ask for it. In his interviews, he's had to be pandering to Austin. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like it. Like, The Rock should be like, I don't need him. What the hell with Austin? I, I didn't need him, him in the first place, yeah. and I don't care if he's here or not. Like, it's not like, it's not like outright challenging, but he's like, I don't give a fuck if he's here. Yeah. I don't need him to beat Triple H's ass. He tiptoed around it, and and I didn't like that. The Rock's character that doesn't make any sense for the Rock's character at all. Yeah. It reminds me of, and we we make fun of it all the time. When Ric Flair has to pander to Hogan. Oh yeah, this is kind of yeah, it's kind of the same thing. It's like the Rock shouldn't give a fuck. Why should he care? Thing. If the Rock is the alpha in his mind, he should not care. Or you know, oh, I don't give a fuck where he's at. I'm here for myself. I'm winning the title. That's what I care about. Yep. But no, we have to pander the, to Austin. So let's go to our next match, the main event for this pay-per-view for the WWF Heavyweight Championship. Special guest referee, Shane McMahon. It's Triple H with Vince and Stephanie versus The Rock. Before the match, Vince gets on the mic and says, Guys, pro, uh, the program says cards subject to change. And he has to inform the uh, crowd that Stone Cold won't make it tonight. Um, one thing, uh, uh, before the match, I love the stare down between the rock and triple H during the rocks entrance. And when the rocks on the top corner and he's just staring them down, it's just like, you know, I got my eyes on you. Uh, fast pace, start to, uh, fast pace, start the match. Uh, Vince throws the rock into the post crowds chanting. We want Austin. So that helps the two guys in your ring. Shane makes a fast count. Triple H yells at him and Shane's like, it was a two. He kicked out. I tried to go as fast as I could. Uh, Rock throws Triple H over the ropes. The Triple H's corner spot when he gets thrown in the turnbuckle and he goes to the outside. Uh, Triple H then sells his arm for the rest of the match. At least uh, he did that. Right? Rock and Triple H double clothesline each other. Shane is checking on Triple H. Vince is hitting Rock with the belt. Uh, Rock DDTs Triple H, but Shane doesn't make the count. Rock punches Shane over the top rope. Um, they fight on the outside. Rock then uh, Rock uh, is going to rock bottom Triple H, but Shane gets on the table. Rock grabs Shane and he hits a double rock bottom. The table explodes with all three men on it. I don't know. Why I want the Rock and Triple H landing on top of me. I got to be honest. No. That sounds real fucking painful. But it's Shane. Go, so I'll go, no. Yeah. Jesus Christ, dude. Rock throws. Maybe tri- my dad will love me if I take this fall. <laughs> Big ass dudes, man. <laughs> Rock gets, uh, throws Triple H back in the ring. Vince attacks The Rock but has no effect on him. Triple H gets The Rock and, pedi- uh, uh, and he pedigrees The Rock. Triple H goes to the cover. Shane is still out. Vince calls for a new ref. Well, Briscoe and Patterson run down. Rock kicks out of the pedigree. Triple H, Briscoe, and Patterson attack The Rock. Vince gets a chair and hits The Rock with it. Once again, the crowd is now chanting for Austin. 
Triple H runs up the ramp and gets uh, hit by with a chair. Uh, Briscoe and Patterson run up and... Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, Austin's music hits. Briscoe and Patterson run up and get hit by the chair by Austin. Austin gets to the ring. And uh, Vince throws Shane into him and into the chair shot. Then Vince gets the chair shot. Triple H comes back down the ring and uh, with a chair, but Austin hits him with his chair. Austin leaves, and then Linda comes out with Earl Hebner. Linda shoves Stephanie. Rock hits the people's elbow. Linda tells Earl to go in the ring. Earl makes the Earl count. Even though he wasn't hurt or anything, he had to make that slow count. Your winner and your new WWF champion, The Rock. 19 minutes and 22 seconds. After the match, Rock is posing with the title. Austin music hits. They come back. Um, he comes back out dragging the DX Express. Rock and Austin share a beer as they toast the d- to the WWF Championship. What do you guys think of that main event? It sucked. Uh, the Are whole thing was built around Austin. He showed up with like a minute fucking left of the match, so there was no point in- it did. This only would have been tolerable if he had been out there the whole time fucking with the McMahons. Otherwise, it was just a raw main event. You're not wrong. Um, however, I will say this: I went into this super down, yeah, and I made a point. I wasn't working. I went till I was off the clock. I sat down. I did my damnedest to shut off all the, the hobnob on the outside. And I just watched the two guys work. Mm-hmm. And I really liked what I saw from those two guys. Mm-hmm. And so much so that I gave it four stars overall. Damn. Those guys busted their ass amidst all of the fucking gaga and around it. Like I would, we're never going to get it, obviously. Corey, I swore a little bit of it. But like if they just said, I don't need gimmicks, I don't need McMahons, I don't need a cage, I want you and me in the fucking ring, I am better than you, I'm going to prove it. They can have a fucking great match. These two can work really fucking well together. Triple H told a great story selling the arm. God damn it, man. The Rock brought it. He did everything he should do. They had great chemistry. And up until the end, they told a fucking great story. Uh, the theory is, and if you look at him when he came out, Austin kind of looked like Dusty Rose in a shirt. Uh, because with that neck, he can't really work out. Yeah. So he was very cognizant of that and didn't want to be there, period. Um, and... Uh, Famously enough, if the if if the story that that has been told is true, and I've never gotten a straight answer from him on anything he's talked about, they didn't necessarily inform Austin that he was going to be there until they did it on TV. Um, because he was not happy because he's not in shape. He wasn't able to work out while his neck was bad. Um, so he didn't want to be on TV. He didn't want to be, be seen like that. Uh, and that's why they did it to where he didn't come until the last minute, did what he absolutely had to do, and then left. Because uh, he didn't want to be on TV. <laughs> but they had no other tricks to do like, for this pay-per-view. It's as close to a bait-and-switch as you can get without bait-and-switching. Exactly. It was terrible, dude. They bait-and-switched the surprise. Like, the whole thing was he's going to be in Rock's corner. He literally was not. For Notice the, on SmackDown, he was hidden the whole time behind a, that camera jacket. Yeah. The crane. Uh, yeah, he, did, he didn't want to be on TV. Until he was fit and ready to go. Um, I, I will. I, I have to agree with Corey. The fact that The Rock and Triple H gave it their all. But all the flashing red lights, all this, this, you know. I am seriously, like, I know I'm on an island here because you hate WCW. And you're, like, down the middle. Mm-hmm. It's seemingly. I am so fucking tired of the McMahons that I would almost prefer to watch the train wreck on WCW. Over WWF, even with all the talent they have. Oh, I'm enjoying the train wreck. I, I am just so sick and tired of the McMahons everywhere. Yeah. Multiple segments per every TV show. Main events on Pippi was built all on the fact that there are McMahons who are living. It's, just, it's, it's too much. It's too much. I can't believe I enjoyed this as much as oh, I did in 2000. we get the Vince McMahon Memorial fucking cup. Oh, I know. Every goddamn year at WrestleMania. Oh, I know. It's, it's going to be... Uh, I can't wait until that whitewashed history when he dies. I no, I thoroughly I, I enjoy the freaking train wreck for WCW. It's um the McMahons are too it's too much. It, is. it really is. And I I mean Linda can fuck right the hell off ever being on TV. Right? Jesus I mean, Christ. How she 
You charisma fucking vacuum. Well, you can definitely tell where the kids got their charisma from. It definitely wasn't her family. Jeez. My God. Lance Storm's like, could you preach some fucking personality to the TV series, please? <laughs> yeah. I mean, fuck. Holy fuck. So there's, there's the end of Backlash. Backlash, yep. So, uh, uh, th- you know the fucking part? Here, here you go. You'll love this. We just had two pay-per-views in the month of April. Yep. We have a pay-per-view in six days from now. Yep. Judgment Day is only three weeks from now. Wait, what now? Yeah. So we have a pay-per-view in six days, and then two weeks after that, another draft pay-per-view. God. Yes, they deserve to die. I hope they burn in hell. <laughs> that kind of Judgment Day? Huh? Yeah, Judgment Day, all right. Motherfucking Christ. We're having our own Judgment Day. Jesus. From the packed and tiny um, Louisville, Kentucky. What's the, what's the name of that fucking... Freedom Hall. Freedom Hall in Louisville. God damn. Is where Judgment Day is, yeah. God damn. Man. So... Does huh. not sound like that. What the fuck is wrong with Bruce Richard? Yeah, I don't know. Then I've listened to that podcast. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with him? <laughs> yeah. Not even close, dude. Well, remember, remember, uh, Bruce Richard also famously feels that poor people shouldn't be allowed to vote. Well, I mean, there's that. So, Corey, yeah, <laughs> how would you change the card if you? Uh, Jericho would have kept that belt for two weeks and dropped it back to Triple H here. Yep. With the Rock in his corner, uh, nullifying the McMahons. No need for Austin. You should have had him in Mania if anything else. Yep. He was literally there. He was at Access. He was fucking there on the weekend. And then, yeah, and then you can have uh, Benoit defend the Intercontinental against a guy not even on the card, Rikishi. There you go. And really, you don't need to change anything else. It's fine for a backlash. Yeah. There you go. Boom. All right. So let's go to the buy rate, shall we? Monster. I'm sure I'm real sure. fucking good. I'm yeah. sure. So last year's buy rate got a 1.06. Okay. <laughs> Spring Stampede for WCW. It was a point two seven. Mm. Mm. I mean, it's higher than uncensored, so there's that. Backlash two thousand got a one point six five. Jesus Christ! Would have been a two point six five if they'd have, if they'd have, would have promoted the show server in there. I mean, damn <laughs> pal, brother. So you get those ratings, brother. One point six five for Backlash. What did Mania get? Uh, Mania. It's I like can do something right with a uh, super stupid high. I can do it right here. Hang on one second. I have curious. WF pay-per-view buy rates. WrestleMania 2000 got a 2.35. Jesus wow. Christ. That is crazy retention for a fucking backlash. Like, you dropped almost a full point and still did a 1.65. <laughs> Your business is good. <laughs> oh, my God. It's healthy. <laughs> Holy shit. Your business is healthy. Business is booming, right? Yep. God damn. That's crazy as fuck. So, boys, let's go to our favorite part of the show. The award show. Let's start off with best match. I went Jericho and Benoit, even though I didn't like the ending. Just for me, it was the best match. I have to go main event with my star ratings. I went a full four mm-hmm. for Triple H and Rock. Uh, I really liked... Um, TNA and the Dudleys? Yeah. No. There it is. Uh, I, I would do the uh, main event. It was good. I really enjoyed it for even minus the bells and whistles and as, crap. As Queen would say, oh, trying to sell that radio gaga. Bingo. Uh, Jabroni oh, match of the week APA versus Bossman and Boulder Cannon. Yep. Yep. That was super unnecessary. It was just boring and unnecessary in this very review. Yep. Some on heat, which Who? I should have watched. Is your MVP well, the showster baby? Well, brother, <laughs> the best performance of the night. Well, let me tell you something, dude. He had two great performances. One is Hulk Hogan. One is a Big Show. There it is, <laughs> brother. <coughs> and that's how you job uh, a, a guy way. you're pushing. Yeah, and it doesn't yeah. hurt him, not even a little bit. Yep. Who is your right Who is your Moadib? <coughs> Sa Rios. Is S.A. Rio. Uh, no. He uh, <laughs> is so not a factor in this whole scenario. He's irrelevant. Although I hope he bought Eddie dinner for getting a pay-per-view check out of him. I mean, I'd fucking hope so. <laughs> pay for, gas, pay way for he, gas for that car. It's the only way he was getting a pay-per-view check. Jesus Christ. I agree, S.A. <laughs> S.A. Rios. Let's make it a three-way. Oh, shit. Play. How about a five-way? All right, guys. WTF. Uh, so mine, even though Corey explained it away, I'm still going to keep mine, but it's just Austin being there for the last 30 seconds of the show. Like, 
You built the whole fucking thing up for two weeks, and you got 30 seconds of payoff. Is he not the biggest star in their business? Yeah. I don't believe for a minute Vince would would promo Hogan without getting his okay. Yeah, it's bananas, dude. <laughs> sure, do you remember when they threw Hogan, because uh, they threw Hogan off the bridge? Because actually you in the fucking face, so like, <laughs> right? Jesus like, Christ. Like, that's bullshit. Was that, it Hogan they threw off the bridge without telling him? Uh, no. No. Uh, you know, fucking goddamn, this dude continues. He says they're not the same. You know, Dana White does that shit. He announces fights before the fighters have signed their contracts. He just says, "Oh, next pay this is the fight." The fighters are like, "Really?" I mean, I guess. I get okay. Like we've been to give, okay. I guess it's official now because if they back out, then they look like fucking punks. I was just saying that. Isn't you it think, so shitty? It's dude? shady, but you think that would give the bigger stars like bargaining power? Like, it's really? It is so it? fucking shady, dude. You're gonna have to pay me now for that. Right? Like, like, are you? Because I feel like I haven't signed anything, but it's yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, he does it all the fucking time. It's so garbage. They're the same person. 100% mm-hmm. they are. And that's my WTF is the biggest star you've ever had. And you don't call him first back. So can you come? Not yeah. like, will you? Can you come to the show? We're just going to use you. Well, oh, it's really? that, he's the one guy you ask. You don't tell. Right. It's crazy that they do that. And then, like, nowadays, like, you got hurt? Well, we're just going to add that on to your contract. So you're gone for a year? We're going to add that on to your contract, right. you know? Now, then it's. You're going to be working no matter what. I already think in most circumstances it's shady because they hurt themselves in your fucking ring. Right. I mean, I know it's a dangerous They just need one person to challenge it. It'll go away. They need somebody to bite the bullet and challenge it in court. Uh, I I feel like there could be somebody down the line. Good luck on that one. Anybody who does it works for AEW, you know? (laughs) Right. So, oh, no. (laughs) Corey, was your Austin, too? Yeah, it was the way they they used him. You don't treat your biggest star like that. Yeah, I'll make it a menage eye. I know you're probably a little, you're a little, uh, you know, hesitant to be seen in public. You haven't been able to work out in four months, um, but I'm gonna watch your tubby ass at the pay per view <laughs> to pop me a bye right, okay? Like, well, I'm looking forward a little bit, guys. Like he's these months away still, right? He's not oh, yeah. close. Yeah. This um, is like them fucking teasing Goldberg. Like motherfucker, he's not close. We have Tank like, Abbott. What are we doing? Go, hey, when did Goldberg come back? Eight months from now. Easy. Let's call it. Let's just do it now. Austin doesn't have an official wrestling match till November. Jesus. Fucking Christ. He shows up, he'll have a you know garbage ball yeah. in October. And we're we're we're, we're talking November, and this we're is April. On, we're on the, the last day year. of April. Yep. My God. It's like here you go. Come on in. Tricks out. So that was backlash. That was backlash. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, <laughs> it was better than Mania. Well, I got news for you. I glad. will say that I like the show, but it was better than Mania. I'm glad you enjoyed it to that level because Insurrection is kind of just a redo of Backlash. So, backlash, in a lot of ways. so uh, this brings <laughs> an end to this pay per view. Corey? Yeah. T- we like to tell the audience what we're doing next week. <sighs> so, <clears throat> next week, we're, uh, we're differing from normal because for the first time ever. Well, so, hold on. So, the rest of this week, normal. normal. Yeah, this week yes, is normal. Yes. Monday War Stories, Midweek War Stories, we'll be we'll hit you there. Yep. And then midweek war stories for the first time ever will be two mark out or no sales. Which <laughs> <laughs> is weird. Because next week we're bringing you two pay-per-views because for the first time ever, there were two pay-per-views in the same weekend. A day apart. So there you go. We will have Insurrection from, I think, Manchester. Sedef Insurrection. And then WWE Slambury from Kemper Arena in Kansas City. You know what's amazing? I, I I just realized that we're going to do two pay so I'm like, because I'm on vacation this week, and I'm like, you know what? I'll just watch all the wrestling I need to do this week and in the less. morning. And there's like, just yeah. two pay like, <laughs> fuck yeah! <laughs> like, that's just a day of watching right there. Call it good. <laughs> you watched six hours of terrible pay-per-views? I've, Jesus. I've done, I've done work. I've done the entire show, like all mm. four shows in one day. And Damn. That's a, uh, I'm slowly building up the old Plex account there. Uh oh. Uh oh. Don't make me come over the table. You know, you know what it's about time for. We ain't got no heat on there yet. That yeah. let's all heat. There about to be some heat, all right. <laughs> There's gonna be some There's heat. heat. There's heat, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so next week here, we get we bring you two pay per view war stories next oh, week. Yeah. Insurrection and You're welcome, Slamboree. And then the week after that, just the Monday Night War stories and the Midweek War stories. That's right. The week after that. Just Same. The, yeah. All right. Yeah, we're back no, to normal then after then, that. And then uh, Judgment Day. Nice. Fantastic. Ooh, so, you can go to nosoentertainment.com. That's right, nosoentertainment.com. We can find all of our blogs and podcasts 
and everything that we do. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. And just remember, everything we do do, we do do for you. <laughs>